We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, partner, we love the days after wins for a couple of reasons, obviously. I mean, when you put a 37-3 to shellacking on an NFC division leader, that's one thing. But two, you wake up and you realize, oh, wait, it's Roquan Day. We get yeah. to revisit <laughs> with Roquan Smith inside the vault with Roquan Smith, powered by our friends at Cybertech and Sarah. Just rinse, recycle, repeat. He was yet again, can't miss stuff, 20-plus minute conversation. He's always generous with his time. We really appreciate him, and he's just so accommodating with not only his time, but with what he gives us. I mean, he really provides insight into the locker room, into the defense, into the culture to, to you know, kind of get into what we're going to discuss here. But uh, that was pretty fun, wasn't it? It was very fun. I don't even want to give it away. I just want to react on the other end so people can get it uh, organically. But uh, I am enjoying this dictatorship as he as he so – uh, perfectly put it in this upcoming interview. You and I are looking at each other right through the virtual screen as he says that, and I'm like, oh, boy, <laughs> here, here we go. Before we get into it, this is exclusively sponsored, as all the post-game shows are, by our friends at CyberTech, a next-generation local recruiting, resourcing, and outsourcing firm, a new way to acquire resources. Whether you're in need of new hires, contingent staff, or just seeking to outsource a business or technical function, Cybertech is the organization for you. If you're in need of resources and candidates and don't have the time to sift through dozens of resumes, Cybertech is a company that really understands your needs and presents candidates that are not in the open market within 48 hours. Cybertech has over 40 years of combined experience in working with some of the largest organizations, both in the Baltimore area and nationally. So if you find yourself interested, you'll have a chance to meet myself, Sarah, and the CyberTech team for a virtual introduction. You can get started today by scanning the QR code that's in the upper right-hand side of the screen right now, or you can just go to the show notes below and send an email to the address that we have provided, again, right below in the show notes. Also in the audio-only side, it'll be in the description of this episode. Before we cut to this conversation with Agent Zero. We do want to be sure to shout out and thank two of our returning patrons. Bill Justice and Toey Faree are supporting everything we're building here inside the channel through Patreon this month. So shout out you both. Thank you so much. If you guys are interested in doing the same, visit patreon.com forward slash Ravens Vault Podcast. Without further ado, 
Roquan Smith, the captain, the defensive captain of the 7-2 and two AFC North leading Baltimore Ravens through nine weeks of football, catching us, catching us up on everything here inside the vault. All right, Sarah, let's bring him in. And as we do this, let's let's do a little bit of how it started and how it finished. This is how it began at the bank on Sunday. Oh, if only we had the audio to go along with it. Luckily, we have the guy, but that's how it started. And then how it finished, courtesy of the Ravens. All right. What did you say pregame? What was this win like? Congratulations. Seven and two now through nine weeks of football. And I think you got to keep up these pregame antics, bro. Yeah, no, man. It was definitely uh, pretty sweet. And basically, uh, during the pregame, man, I was just really getting the guys back going. It was really uh, brings me back to a couple weeks ago uh, when we was going over to Cleveland and what whatnot. Well, I was just telling the guys, you know, this was all our turf. Like, make no mistake about it, you know, this being our turf. And, like, you know, these guys are coming in. It was something along those lines to where it's like, you know, we have to defend it by any means and also about just getting earning your respect. And, you know, making every single play one to remember, one that you'll cherish forever. And, like, I feel like, you know, and if guys do that, and we do that as a team, man, we're a hard team to beat. So it was along those lines, but obviously a lot more fiery and a lot more, like, a lot more shooting that came with it than, like, my chill self right now. Yeah, we we do get the chill version for, for sure. But, Ro, three points to these guys. 151 total yards to the Seahawks, picked up two turnovers. Roquan, you gave six first downs, which, I mean, they didn't even get. Most people have more points than those first downs. What was what got into you guys? Like, was this, we're ticked off after we gave a couple of yards and a few points to Arizona? Like, where did this come from? This was insane. Yeah, no, for sure. We was definitely uh, a little salty on the defensive side of the ball, you know, knowing that we had like a little letdown in the um, fourth quarter in the Arizona game. So we was determined, you know, and saw our mission going forward um, week in and week out not to, you know, let those things happen uh, and just play to our standard every single play. And I feel like, you know, that's what we're getting across to the guys. And, man, when we do – it's pretty sweet, man, and I love it, too, when I let my uh, guys uh, get some playing time. Eight minutes to go in the fourth quarter. I'm unscrapped, so that's a nice day at the office. I get to sit back, relax a little bit, watch the guys start focusing on next week. So it was pretty sweet, man, and I, I definitely enjoyed uh, definitely enjoyed Darwin. Welcome to the town and sent them on back to Seattle, so it was nice. This is EDC well, checking in. I think speaking for the majority of the fan base right here, Sarah, you pulled this in. So what, what do you got? <laughs> yeah, no, just it's the I wish it would play for us here. I guess it's not playing, but uh, it's the old Joe Rogan when he's at the fight and everybody freaks out because it's just so nasty what they're watching. So, yeah, Mrs. EDC are clearly happy in, in showing that this Ravens defense is scary that's just like a whoa that's scary look and then we had a play you know you know ocho cinco shannon sharp they like to have fun they were talking about the game late last night in the nightclub so i just want to get your reaction to everybody's reaction after we listen to to, to ocho cinco and uh shannon sharp at the end of the game with a winning record they beaten all three by a combined score of 103 to 12. 
You know what? Cheating. That's the only thing I can think of. <laughs> <laughs> the Ravens are cheating. In this day and age, in this era, the Ravens are allowing 13 points a game. This is a pass-happy, throw the ball 250 million times a game, and they're allowing teams to have 13 points a game. Yes. Listen, this is it is. The people that the people that are watching at home, to give you a better context, the last two games, the Ravens have outscored the last two opponents 75 to 9. Let that sink in. If you play in Madden and you play somebody twice, there's no way on a video game you outscoring your last two people that you played 75 to 9. Mm-hmm. Let alone do it in real life. Yeah. And Ravens are a good team. It's not like they're sliding. See now what he means it's the last two division leaders that you beat 75 to 9. Not with their but how does it feel you getting out on I don't know if you're on social media much, but how does it feel having everybody talking to you about you guys like like there's no stopping this defense or there's no getting through this defense? Yeah, no, it's it's kind of crazy when you truly think about it. And yeah, you know this is a pass happy league, offense driven league. They, you know, want points, you know, for the fans and you know, just offensive guys in general. And like I said, I look at it, you know, as a picture as from top to bottom, starting with our D line. I like our D line over any offensive line in the league, first and foremost. Linebackers, I like our linebackers over any linebackers in the league. And then our secondary as a group, I like those guys over anybody in the league as well combined. So when I look at it from top to bottom like that, man, it's like, and if every single guy plays to the best of their ability, like offense who? Like we shouldn't, we really shouldn't let people do anything. We should like just control everything. It's almost like a dictatorship. You know, we control what you do in a sense, (laughs) almost. But like, it's about keeping that though week in and week out and holding yourself to like, that high standard and like not having allowing letdowns. And I feel like if we do that, man, the sky's the limit. But yeah, you definitely don't hear of those like those things, such low points and things like that. But hey, we're only what nine games in a year. So we, we definitely got a ways to go. And like, man, I'm just excited to see it just keep on going week in and week out. I know you guys are striving for perfection, right? And so yeah, you, you came in pissed off after that fourth quarter in Arizona. I, Sarah and I we were wondering where the heck can you find ways to improve off of this performance. I mean, yeah, you had the 50-yard, right, that that allowed DK Metcalf to get loose, and we all know he's a freak of nature in space, right? Kyle Hamilton's going to – I'm sure he he went to bed when his hit, head hit the pillow, wanted to corral that pick. Um, but other than that, I mean, where, where can you find these areas? I mean, you guys are striving for perfection, and dang it, it was close. It was close. Absolutely, man. And I look at it as like, you know, they made plays. I think they would have had two – Two explosive plays. So when you look at it like that, it's always room for improvement. You're chasing perfection, even though we're imperfect and whatnot. But like when you hold yourself to such a high standard and knowing that Mike holds us to such a high standard and want the best for every single person, you know, on the defense. And, you know, when a guy's room for you like that, man, and it just makes you want to go even harder. So I'm just grateful to be a part of it and just knowing that like it's a really good team. And if we not let complacency creep in, which I know we won't, Man, the sky's the limit, and it's going to be like that week in and week out. So, Ro, in the Ravens dictatorship that was, uh, (laughs) poor Geno Smith, okay, ended with 13 of 28 for 157 yards, one interception, no touchdowns, and a 49.3 quarterback rating. (laughs) Woof. Hmm. I got on ESPN this morning. I see this headline, Pete Carroll defends Geno Smith 
after Seahawks started by Ravens. And there's a long quote here of how he had to defend him. What does that feel like when your when your dictatorship is the one that's putting another team in shambles? Uh, they got to deal with that in the Pacific Northwest. We got to deal with this over here in Baltimore. So you know we did what we did. Now they they headed back home. Uh, they, I'm sure they're home now, so they can deal with it out there. And good luck to them the rest of the way. That's how I feel about that one. But you know, <laughs> I don't know what more to say on that one. <laughs> yeah, I mean this is the comeback player of the year, right? He's, he plays so fundamentally sound, and they were they were humming. Now, he had turned the ball over a little bit going into the game. And speaking of turnovers, Gino, are you kidding me? This guy, man, he's he's playing possessed right now, Ro. And, and so all of a sudden, he's got six interceptions through nine weeks. We all know the story that he is. We talked about it last week with you. But for whatever reason, the, guy, the ball finds him, but he finds the ball. Uh, what was it like celebrating with him? Man, it was awesome just being out there with Gino and just knowing the adversity he's faced. Uh, throughout his career, I actually just saw him earlier. Also, we was at a coat drive together, and man, it was it was it was pretty sweet. Then last night at the dinner as well, and just like his mindset, man, it's just like he's chasing it week in and week out, just saying like, I just want, I just want to keep keep going, keep going. And like when you have that mindset, not letting complacency complacency slip in, that's like a recipe for success right there. And I know he's he's definitely you know hard on himself day in and day out, even at it practice and making mistakes and things of that nature. So yeah, I'm excited for Gino and like seem like man a ball magnet almost. So like I'm loving it though. Like, you know, like what they said, Burger King or something. Like, yeah, he just just keep on coming. I'm a part. I'm I'm a big fan. I love to see it. So what almost never happens, and so I gotta get this reaction from you. This is kind of I'm sure a different question you normally get, but uh I put out a video yesterday on that Keaton that Keaton Mitchell uh, 60 yarder. He didn't score on it because, but it wasn't just to watch Keith Mitchell because everybody saw the phenomenal run. We'll, we'll get your reaction to him in just a second in his breakout game. But Tyler Linderbaum, I don't know if you can see this. I'm going to play this really quick. Tyler Linderbaum on this meets their linebacker, uh, Jordan Brooks. Brooks, to his credit, keeps going. And then Tyler Linderbaum takes him out again. Let me see if I can get it back here. Hits him hard. The first. <laughs> first. 56 doesn't give up. So Tyler Linderbaum puts a whole body into you, then takes out a whole body of guys. As a linebacker, if you've got a send a center, a big guy that's running down the field 40 yards and using himself like a bowling ball, essentially, what is a linebacker supposed to do against a man like Tyler Linderbaum? Hey, I'm, I'm happy he's on my team for sure, man. Like a guy with that quickness. And yeah, he, he actually built up like a bowling ball, honestly, <laughs> like just like compact and like, you know, and man, the guy, he's he's gritty. And like, man, like I just watch him though day in and day out since I've been here, the way the guy works and just like how much he's a professional, even like so young in his career and like day in and day out, he's just trying to get everything down to a T and like just have the guys going. And like when he get out in space, man, I think he's one of the most athletic centers in the game. Like it reminds me a lot of a younger Kelsey uh, for sure. So I'm happy for him. And I know, you know, he's just going to continue to keep getting better, man. And Jody got the guys going on the O-line. So I'm excited about that, but a huge fan of Linderbaum and happy he's on my team and I don't have to be trying to beat him, uh, beat his blocks and stuff uh, throughout the season. Doing it in camp was enough. <laughs> Man, if he has half the career that Jason Kelsey's had to date, too, he's going to be in pretty dang good shape. And, you know, Ro, you, you probably know this about Tyler, too, right? Like, 
he's a country boy, kind of like yourself, you know, from from Iowa. And he's not exactly boisterous. Now, he, he makes his, his presence known in the trenches, I would imagine. But when you see him, and I don't know if you've seen the photo or, or some of the videos circulating, but after he drew Seattle offside with the hard count there towards the end of the first half, he gets up and he points towards the first down, right? And he's got a big, mean look on his face. It seems as if the culture in Baltimore right now, that with a capital C, is just oozing all over the place. And you're getting contributions from all three phases, but guys that aren't boisterous like Tyler, that are showing emotion like that. It really seems like you guys are just genuinely having fun, and there's a belief that you haven't even scratched the surface yet. Absolutely, man. Yeah, that's the thing. We're all having fun. That's like what we always remind each other week in and week out. You know, obviously, this is serious. You know, job. this is a job at the end of the day, but you can't forget to not have fun, man. You have to have fun when you're out there because, hey, we're living the dream. And when you look at it, look at it from that perspective, it's pretty sweet. And we're living the dream while, you know, kicking others. butt. and so I don't think anything is better than that. Like imposing your will on another man in a sense. And it's, it's, it's pretty sweet to uh, be able to do that. And I'm, I'm just amazed that like, you know, how good this team is and like how good we're going to be. And like, just got to keep climbing that ladder. And I know every single guy expresses themselves in different ways. And I see the fiery through Leonard Baum. I seen it sometimes in camp, you know, don't really say too much sometimes, but like, you know, he definitely let his presence be known with his play and like just how, how he go about himself as a professional. You know, speaking a little bit more to like the culture that's going on in the locker room, like to me, there's just so many good vibes, like the way like OBJ celebrated Keaton Mitchell's uh, touchdown, the way Lamar and everybody else celebrated OBJ's touchdown. Like, how does this culture and just it just seems like such a it just feels like such good vibes. I've ever I've seen other locker rooms where they get fresh. It obviously it helps that you're winning. But how does this the culture of this locker room compare to past ones that you've been in? Yeah, I would say, honestly, first and foremost, it just starts with a group of, like, just good dudes. Like, uh, and that's hats off to, you know, EDC and everybody uh, under under that umbrella, you know, from upstairs just bringing in, like, actually, like, genuinely, like, good dudes that, like, you know, don't care about who has who gets the success in this, who gets the notoriety, like, and things like that. More so just cares about winning and, like, each other. That's and like when you have a team that's built like that and just want the best for one another, it's it's I don't know what more you can like ask for a selfless team and guys that's willing to, you know, put everything on the line for one another. Cause I tell the guys every week, you know, I'm willing to put it all on the line, day in and day out, twice on Sundays, regardless of the uh situation, circumstances or whatever. And like we can't let anything phase us at the end of the day. And there's gonna be adversity, but you know, we can't we gotta look it square in the face, you know, chin up, chest out, as I always say. And when we have that type of perspective and these type of guys in the locker room who don't mind, you know, being the guy that maybe not going to make the play on this, but setting it up for someone else so we can all be successful. Because at the end of the day, when you look at it, it's going to be the 2023 for Baltimore Ravens defense. It's not going to be, oh, this person and that person. So when you look at it from that perspective, and most guys know when one gets credit and we're all going to get notoriety at the end of the day. And the guys believe that and we're confident, confident in, e in each other and all of our abilities and, you know, from the coaching staff on down. So I'm just grateful to be a part of it, honestly. You know, who's been waiting for his number to be called. And Sarah just mentioned it a little while ago, Keaton Mitchell, the undrafted rookie running back who waited and waited and it came on Sunday row. 
How about it? Nine carries, 138 yards, that touchdown, which OBJ made sure to preserve that that special football for him. And uh, you got to go all the way back to the early 2000s, like father, like son. The Ravens account put it up. Anthony Mitchell, the, the, the father of Keaton, was a former Super Bowl winning Baltimore Raven. And it's in the family. But, you know, going up against this guy as long as you have these last several months, and, and he comes in as an undrafted rookie, right? Shows up and shows out in the preseason then is dealing with that shoulder that forces him to be on IR for a chunk of the beginning of the year. Did you feel like this was just a ticking time bomb ready to explode as soon as he got his chance? Yeah, no, for sure, man. Like, I honestly, I think back to OTAs uh, back uh, in the springtime when they're like, I'm coming out there in the springtime, you know, getting going in the springtime, making sure my hammies, everything, you know, everything's moving well. And then I see this guy. I heard I heard about him from our position coach. Zio was like, yeah, man, this guy here, like, you know, high 4'2", high something like that, like 4'3", uh, speed, like some speed like that. So I'm like, oh, okay. And then, man, I end up, he ended up doing, a, doing a, a wheel route one time, and I was like, the angle I took on it, I was like, yeah, this guy here, this guy's skating. You got to get your body on him. And, like, the way he was just, like, bouncing it sometimes in camp on our defense and stuff and how quickly he was getting to the edge. And I was like – this dude has some elite uh, elite skills. And, like, he showed me some things, honestly, in the game I haven't quite seen, if I'm being 100% honest, like like how he was actually, you know, being patient, hitting it in between the holes and not just, like, bouncing and things of that nature. So I was like – I told him after the game, bro, I was really impressed. Uh, keep keep it keep keep it going. You know, you're just uh, scratching the surface and whatnot. So I think he's definitely a, a special way, and I'm sure Monk – gonna definitely find ways to uh feature him in the uh, offense and it's it's pretty sweet when you have a stable like that with Gus him uh Jay Hill those guys man so I'm just excited that uh I don't have to be chasing uh chasing him around on Sunday and stuff because I'm sure after a couple plays man you'll get very winded with speed of that nature and like man you never he it seems like he don't go down and he hides seems like he hides in little holes and things like that, almost like a foxhole, and then somehow he pops out. So it's pretty sweet, though, and I'm just happy to be a part of it and on the team with him, honestly. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? 
Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. That's what I thought, too. I thought he was going to be a bounce guy that would hit the edges, but he went up through the tackles. Ooh. And I, like I said on our show last night, like it would be like this these trenches of big bodies, and then somehow this fast dude would come out of it. And I'm like, how did that just happen? <laughs> like, yeah. I, I was very impressed with them going between the tackles. So turning the page, Roquan, uh, going to meet the Browns again. This is, an, this is a, another team that leads with their defense. Cleveland is number one in yards per game. Ravens are just behind them, number two. But the Ravens are number one in points per game, and they're number three. Uh, for them, their fans, it's kind of like, well, we lost to Sean Watson right before we were about to play the Ravens, so maybe they're thinking we get to throw that out. This is like a new, new offense with Deshaun. So, number one, is this another opportunity to prove that you are the best defense, not them? And number two, how does Deshaun Watson's presence change things on their offense? Absolutely. I got a great deal of respect for uh, Watson and the way he plays the game. Uh, I haven't really gotten a chance. I'll actually watch it today, um, their game from this past Sunday. But I just seen like some of the numbers and stuff. The numbers look uh, pretty solid and whatnot from the offensive side. And yeah, I know definitely with him being in there, he's a, you know, he's a threat, you know, to throw it deep, definitely featuring uh, his guy Coop um, and whatnot. And as well as he's a threat pulling it down, pulling it down and taking off. But, you know, it won't be anything that we haven't uh, seen before, went up against before. So we'll be very excited about this opportunity. And like I always say, make no mistake about it. It's our home. It's our home turf. So like I say every week, we're home. We got to defend it by any means necessary. And uh, we got invaders coming to town. So what are you going to do? And I am look myself in the mirror definitely every day. And I know what I'm going to do. So and I know what each and every guy in the locker room plans to do as well and you know everybody has a plan you know until the plan don't go as planned so but we'll definitely be excited and I'm excited about welcoming those guys I don't really care too much about their defense I'm just more so focused on uh, our defense and everything that we can do because you know those guys gonna come in here pissed off and rightfully so after the last game because it's a totally new game totally new week but we're excited for the challenge and you know we can't wait to look it in the face chin up chest out <laughs> How about my little two cents here for your pregame coming up Sunday, right? You're not going to the dog pound. They're coming to you. They're coming to the bank. How about bank robbers are coming to the bank and you got to be your teller. You got to put on your hat and take care of business. Absolutely. Or what I'll do, I'll just close the bank down. You know, the hours are closed and then we decide when we open back up the bank. How about that? <laughs> All right, we, we're, we've gotten somewhere here. This is going to be Sunday's pregame show, so we don't have to guess. We don't have to play a guessing yeah. game this time around, right, Sarah? That's right. That's right. All right, well, let's finish up. Just to, we we got to let Ro here go, but we'll just get a couple of questions here. Um, let's see here. I actually like this one. How has Kyle Van Noy helped the defense join, since joining early this season? Honestly, that's from man. Andy. Sorry, I forgot to say it's from Andy Chambliss. Go ahead. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, honestly, KV, man, he's been out there, a great veteran presence. Like the guy, man, he comes to work day in, day out. I don't hear the guy make excuses. The guy just come in, work 10, 11 years. I don't know how many years this is for KV, but like you wouldn't know it. And like he's just like a guy that's just trying to have fun out here and just enjoying the game and like, you know, just bringing over his experience, his expertise, things he's seen. And I think it's been just a great addition for the OLB room as well as the defense with his leadership and knowledge uh, of ball. And I think he's a really smart football player.
We'll wrap up with this one from Kelrick. Uh, what is the Dr. Rush impact on the players? He's referring to the outside linebackers coach, Chuck Smith. We know you're in the linebackers room. You're working with Zach, right? But uh, the follow-up question here is, do other positions profit from Dr. Rush? And we know that he's one of the specialists that they brought in this offseason row. It's your first season working with him. He's renowned within the outside linebacker community, as you know. Uh, what's his impact been like in year one? Yeah, man, Chuck, great deal of respect. I've been knowing Chuck since I think I was in college or whatever. And like, and it was crazy, like just seeing guys when I was in college go train with him my first couple of years in the league, like guys training with him and whatnot. So he's definitely well respected in the um in the pass rush community, the things that he can like get guys to do and like how how like he just pushes guys, demand the best from his guys day in and day out. Man, I have a great deal of respect for Chuck and the energy he brings every day uh, out there to practice, like, you know, get guys going, uh, call it like eight, nine, two, you know, that's what I call them in a sense. Maybe I'll tell you about that on a, another day, but uh, <laughs> yeah. And I'm just, I'm, I'm just grateful to be a part of it. And then with him and weave in there, man, I got a great deal of respect for weave as well, being able to, you know, get the guys going and, you know, getting the guys where they need to be and Chuck getting the guys going as well. So I think it's a great combination with those two guys being together in the room. So I'm happy that, you know, they're on our side and like the expertise that they both have, you know, is paying off very well for us, but we're just getting started. And we all know that uh, as a defense, as well as the OLBs and like, you know, we're getting everybody uh, back healthy and things of that nature. So look out. Fantastic. Week 10, man, go attack it. We know you will. Thank you so much for uh, your generosity as always with your time. And um, we'll talk to you soon, bro. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. I just genuinely enjoy hearing from the guy. He's happy. He's a go-getter. He obviously isn't satisfied, even though, what, two plays? That's all they have to improve on this week after that that dominant performance. Uh, always a joy to speak to Zero. And look at you. You had me cracking up with your bank and the tellers and all of that. And it was like a little brainstorming session to maybe help him out with his next pregame speech. That it, you know, He's going to shut it down. We're shutting it down. We're not letting you out. So... Uh, I love it. He's like, we got invaders coming, dictatorship. He's always, always so good. But I also enjoyed his insight on Keaton Mitchell that, you know, he admitted that even he didn't quite know how much Keaton had. And to be honest, to be, if we're, and I thought John Harbaugh was pretty honest. They were like, did you not make a trade in part because of uh, Keaton? And Harbaugh was like, "Uh, not really. Like we liked him, but it was more because of like opportunity cost and all that kind of stuff. And uh, no. So it sounds like he, I mean, so many have been excited about him, including the Ravens. I mean, it's not like Roquan wasn't excited or Harbaugh wasn't excited. We weren't excited, but I don't even know that we knew to what level. And I liked that Roquan was honest about that. He's like, I didn't even know he could do some of the stuff that he did. Yeah, no. I, and, and he even kind of admitted that a couple times of practice early on that speed, that four, two, four, three speed. Had him shaking him. a little bit, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, the, talk about respect. And and we know it's early. We get it. Cleveland's going to have to adjust, right, based on the tape that they watched this week. But what a great start. And he certainly picked up right where he left off. By the way, I saw on Twitter that it was his mother's 53rd birthday that day. Oh. Okay, and she asked for 53 yards. And what he <laughs> – he gave her 138. 138. Yep. <laughs> 138. He more than doubled that. So <laughs> – that it's just yeah, I love the Tyler Linderbaum insight, right? They're both country boys. That yeah. that, that parallel was cool. Uh, but the dictatorship is without question a takeaway. The bank is gonna be hilarious to see whatever he does pregame wise with his speech on Sunday. And just overall, I just 
that they're striving for perfection and they that, flirted with it. The bottom line is they flirted with it on Sunday against Seattle and yet he's still unsatisfied. Yeah, that was my thing. And, you know, I'm a big mentality person, like, you know, in order to like overcome all the adversity that it was guaranteed to come in every football season, it's just you always have to look above the current situation that you're in. And for him, when he said we're imperfect human beings, but we chase perfection, I, that that to me is it. Like you have to you have to almost think that perfection is attainable because that's the only way you become great. You know, that's the only way to do it. And so, like you said, they were close to only give up three yards, really two big plays. And so like, it's like, okay, let's just keep chasing perfection. Let's see if we can get a shutout next week. Let's see if we give zero big plays. Like that's what you, cause again, we, and we asked, we were like, so what do you even look for to improve on at this point? And he's yeah. like, you can't stop searching. You can't, there's stuff there. Then we're going to find it. And then we're going to, we're going to figure out how to even improve on that. And that's what's so special about this team because they're through nine weeks of football and yet that's the mindset. And that speaks to the culture. That speaks to the belief that's inside those walls right now. And in a way, and I saw your tweet, it certainly does feel like 2019 in a sense, but it almost feels like it's a little bit of an uptick. Yeah, they won 12 in a row. Yeah, it was Lamar's MVP season, right? And everybody's, of course, if you the classic overreaction to this is well what was special about Lamar yesterday I'm just looking at the box score and his and his numbers passing weren't great 21 of 26 187 passing yards that's not going to do it in a pass happy league okay you didn't watch the game bro or gal whoever's saying that and uh so anyway it's just that there, there really is something special that's brewing here and it's just going to be a matter of hey not peaking too early staying healthy throughout the war of attrition and continuing to do what they do because I think they are actually more talented than they were in 2019 personnel wise. That's, that's exactly it. That's where I, I feel like the vibe of the 2019 season, I was feeling is more that like, you're done by the fourth quarter. You're done by the beginning of the fourth quarter and you're everybody. So encouraging and the, and it's so happy and everybody's like, everybody's eating and this and that, that to me is the 2019 vibes. Obviously we're going to want a better sequel in 2020, 13 come the postseason, but we'll deal with that when we get there. But to your point, this definitely feels like a more complete team. Yep. This feels like a more complete team. You have the running game. You have the same quarterback who's playing at a, at an MVP level. Doesn't have the same touchdown passes, but obviously it's uh, not as needed. And that that may come one game. Um, but his his receiving core is much better, and this defense feels better. Also, this defense feels. Um, just with Roquan leading the way, it just feels like a like a Ray Lewis led defense. That's the way it feels like to me, and yeah. I'm not shy about comparing it to that. Um, now they have to finish in the postseason, just like the offense does. But this feels like a more talented, complete team at this point in the season. Yeah, and you don't have to be shy because statistically, some of those categories are mirroring each other from those years. So at least through nine weeks, which is just crazy, crazy. Today's yeah. Today's latest episode with Roquan Smith, as you guys know, is exclusively sponsored by our friends at CyberTech, a next-generation local recruiting, resourcing, and outsourcing firm. We're talking about a new way to acquire resources. Whether you're in need of new hires, contingent staff, or just seeking to outsource a business or technical function, CyberTech is the organization for you. If you're in need of resources and candidates and you don't have the time to sift through dozens of resumes, CyberTech is a company that really understands your needs and presents candidates that are not in the open market within a 48-hour period. 
CyberTech has over 40 years of combined experience in working with some of the largest organizations, both in the Baltimore area and nationally. So if you're intrigued, you'll have a chance to meet myself, Sarah, and the CyberTech team for a virtual introduction. You can get that process started today by scanning QR code in the upper right-hand corner of the screen. Or if you're on the audio-only side of things, send an email to the address that we have included in the show notes below. Partner, anything close for you before we jump? No, I'll just say this. Our our overreaction morning vault come yes. uh, Tuesday morning is going to be packed, 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 packed. There, Everybody's talking about the Ravens nationally, locally, everywhere. Hard not to. So it's going to be fun to get into the reaction to what the Ravens just did to the Seahawks. Everybody's talking about him. We never even mentioned this during the post-game live stream because of an abundance of content, but... How about the makeup call from CBS? We go from the Z team to the A team. And what does the A team do throughout the entire three plus hour telecast? Gush, to use our favorite word. <laughs> they gushed all over the Ravens. Jim Nance, Tony Romo, uh, Tracy Wolfson. It was something else. And you're right. The national scene is being dominated by the Ravens right now, even though there is a lot of conversation about Dallas choking. Choking is yeah. a strong word, but Dallas losing to Philadelphia. We know the Cowboys are always going to control the narrative just in terms of being America's team. Anyway, we all good? We're good. All right. You're right. Tuesday's morning vault is going to be jam-packed. Probably not going to be anywhere near that 30-minute threshold, but maybe that'll make you happy. Who knows? You guys are the best. Hit us up via email at BaltimoreRavensVault at gmail.com. We'd love to hear feedback from you. Please subscribe to the channel if you haven't already done so and like this video if you enjoyed the content. Thanks to CyberTech for believing in what we're building here in Baltimore.